You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. Uh, my name is Back. Uh, this is episode, holy shit, I always forget what episode we're on. Uh, whatever the last one was, I don't know, 217, 218, I don't know. Anyway, a couple of announcements to make sure. Uh, you follow the feedback everywhere on social media, BAK, of course. I'm tired of this joke. So are you. I'm sure you are. Um, on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm updating the YouTube channel as well with full episodes. Um, and let's see what one of the PSA. No, I think. Oh, yeah. Leave a review. Give me some stars. Five stars is good. Four is good too. Three and eh, two. I don't really care. So. Share with your friends. Go to the archives. I've talked to a lot of funny people. Just had Ben Bull, Ridge, Hershberger was on. Yeah. I, I had that. Sean Patton was on. I've had uh, Dean Stanfield, Ozzy Moon. I mean, the list goes on and on. And the list is still growing. Like, I'm still, I, I'll get to everybody. Else. I don't think I can get to everybody. But in the meantime, I think there's a lot of people, funny people I've had on that you could talk to, or talk to, you can listen to. Crazy stories uh, about all kinds of shit. But without further ado, let me introduce my guest for this episode: the myth, the legend, the kimchi man himself. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hans Kim is in the house. Hola. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for coming all the way up here. Thanks for having me. No, of course. I, you know, we try to make it happen. You know, a couple of weeks ago, shit happened. You're you're big now. You're you're. Yeah, I was going to New York, and then the flight got canceled. Oh, really? And then I got COVID. When did you get COVID? Like a week ago. Okay, you're telling me this after you sit on my couch? I mean... You had it. Are you quarantining? Are you wearing a mask? Are you, like, taking it seriously? Or are you just sort of taking risks like I am? I'm taking risks, but you should have told me that you had COVID, man. No, you had it. You don't have it Yeah, anymore. I'm good now. Oh, okay, you're good I'm now. healthy. I, I, just I came- feel good. I just came back from Atlanta. I was in the yeah. airport, uh-huh. and it's you know mandatory mask for everybody. Yeah, is you know, it in all airports? Even in Texas, you have to wear a mask at the airport, right? Yeah, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. It it sucks, but you know it, it's everywhere. But in Atlanta, people don't care. There's no actually some stores you had like Target. You have to have a mask on. Uh-huh. That's how it is in Texas too. It is now here. Yeah, you can go into H E B without a mask. No, in, in, in Atlanta, you have to have a mask. Oh. You oh. have, yeah, it's like a city mandate type yeah. shit. They're like, no, you can't go grocery shopping. That's smart. That's how you're supposed to do it. I think so, too. I'm tired of these people who are just like, nah, yeah, fuck it. And they're protest. Yeah. Against, Anti-mask protests. Yo, I was watching. So I'm from France. If you guys don't know that already, I don't know if you knew that. Francois. Yeah, ça va, merci. There are people, oui, oui. There's people, like, I'm talking tens of thousands of people in Paris every day, every day protesting against the the past, like they call it pass sanitaire, which is you can't go to a restaurant or movie without theater a without a some a QR code that says yeah. that you've vaccinated or you tested negative. Mm-hmm. And so tens of thousands of people without masks go on the streets. But I think that's, protest. What, that's what happens when the government has fucked with you for so long. Even when they're right, you're like, oh, fuck you, because you're the one telling me I'm going to protest. But I don't think that's like something that's worth protesting over. They just don't like the messenger. Yeah, they don't. And also it doesn't matter because it's the law now. Like you really, it, it's not going to change. Like it's yeah. not a, it's not something that you, you protest and you stand for. And then there's your, you have either somebody charismatic who's going to like kind of run the shit 
and actually try to get make some shit happen. It's just a yeah. bunch of miserable, angry French people. Yeah, they're just they feel bad because like we're all going through a pandemic and they're like, oh, this is a thing I can get mad at. But that's actually not what you're supposed to get mad at. That's not the problem. The problem is there's a pandemic and there's a disease and you can't solve it with anger or like the way that you normally or signs. <laughs> yeah, this is like a thing that's outside your control and they don't have the ability to be okay with that they have to control everything because they're used to being in charge and well, not changing their life or anything the french are never happy to begin with anyway they protest for yes or no it doesn't matter but uh here i guess people don't don't care much do you, do you have family you here? About? they care the most here they're always like angry they're always like fucking no look, about compared masks. to the french it's nowhere near but that's because we actually don't have to wear masks or have vaccine passports but if we did like remember like in march or april like they were protesting like right when the pandemic happened they were like i should be able to have freedoms yeah fuck your freedoms i know that's a little nice game that you get to play after we survive as a species like these americans have never had to survive before they don't know what the fuck they're doing no they're they're, they really don't they they don't know how good they got it and and it's funny because when you throw we're just gonna shit on america y'all this is gonna be this is gonna be the podcast (laughs) And France. As foreigners, we're going to shit on America. It's okay, though. It's okay. Fuck if you France. don't like it, tune into another episode. But uh, the the whole idea of, yeah, you know, America, freedom. Like, dude, lot, most countries have freedom. It's not, <laughs> it's not a, yeah. you're not unique. To, no, we to, have the lowest minimum wage. We have the lowest social mobility. We have, like, the lowest Highest education. incarceration. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're not that dope. No. We're, we're not that, we're Seriously, that when 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 you start chanting USA at a drop of a hat, you're not really celebrating much because no, there's not a whole lot to celebrate. Yeah, yeah it's but, always the weirdest people, like the people that live in the boonies, don't have anything else but the fact that they live in the USA. So that's oh, all they cling on to. Oh yeah, it's just you know USA. I'm like, all right, cool, we get it. We get <laughs> but it. it's so sad because like Americans can't be like super patriotic without being sarcastic. Like every time someone chants USA, it's like slightly like we know we're being ridiculous. This is just like our id, our animal parts. Like there's no like real like you can't be super like confidently proud of America without sounding like a dick or like no, you don't. You're sarcastic. You know, Trevor Noah had a joke. He said about that. He said, uh, "Americans is America is the only country when people chant USA and everybody starts chanting. You never you never hear United Kingdom." United Kingdom, you United can, Kingdom. You no, no, nobody, nobody else does that. Yeah, it's I've, so I've animalistic. It. it is. It's like you, you, you want to belong so hard, and that you want to. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that patriotic. For like a lot of crazy shit. Like we just killed the Native Americans and slave black people. Like that's the kind of vibe America is putting out. That's how you. That's where you need to get to to celebrate America. You're just gonna be like, yeah, whoa, we're gonna take over. We're gonna kill you. Uh, it just doesn't but, make any sense. But logically. you know what? I think, I mean, I don't know if you've watched lately, but the world's on fire. Like, Greece is on fire. Fucking California's on fire. As always, every year. Yeah, and but like in, in proportions that like never happened before. You know, there's flooding. There's all kinds of shit happening all over the world. Oh, yeah. And the only people who survive are go- either going to be Native Americans because they knew how to like live off the land and aborigines yeah. if you're used to electricity and you're used to all the nice shit 
when all the shit hits the fan, you're fucked. People <laughs> bitch about Netflix, price of Netflix going up, yeah. or your cell phone reception not working for half a second. And next thing you know, that shit is gone because, you know, the world's going to shit. And now you're like, oh, fuck, how do I survive? Yeah, because we weren't meant to survive. We're just like little batteries that they use to extract money from us. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's 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 the the lesson to learn here. <laughs> but you live in the van. So what? They give us enough rights to like be like, oh, I'm a human. But actually, you're just like a, a little battery or a little uh, you know engine that they can make money off of. But it's like horses don't have to work 40 hours a week. And it doesn't take 40 hours a week to survive. It doesn't. But that's that's the system. That's the way it was built. And we just accept it as such. And and um, and I've said this before, but like you go to Spain and the whole country takes a nap <laughs> at two o'clock. That's just the way they, the best time to yeah, start that, raping. They know, that's true. But they know how to live. But here it's always go, 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 go. We don't treat ourselves like no. humans. Huh? We're not humans. We're just a machine. Just keep chugging. Like in France, they're like, or in Spain, they're like, oh, relax, take it easy. Like if you had, if you had a zoo and you had like a little human in a zoo, you wouldn't be like, put him in an office, make him like <laughs> do emails. You would like give him a nice little life. Yeah, but no, it's all, it, it's always go go go. There's a reason why there's only drive throughs is an American invention because uh-huh. you, you don't want get you don't get out of your car to get food. Yeah, that's how yeah. lazy you are. Americans are like okay with eating in like their car, but in like Europe, they're like, no, I must have my beautiful view and like yes. a chateau and like, or just I, I want to sit at a at a patio, even if it's on the sidewalk, and eat my sandwich. Yeah, and take the time and watch people as they walk by because they're walking. Because eating is very healthy. Like if you do it like when you're in like a stressful situation, it goes to like the worst parts of your body, like clogs your arteries, like at a red light. <laughs> yeah, if you're stuffing down a cheeseburger while like someone's honking at you, you're like, "Fuck you!" Like that's what it comes down to. You gotta, like, like you know, chill out to eat, get your stomach ready. Some jobs give you like 15 minute break for lunch. <laughs> the 20, that's crazy to me. Yeah, that is, but you know, that that's that's the world we live in. Or did you did you you're from South Korea, right? Uh, yeah, like genetically, but genetically, but not I, born I was there. Born in New Jersey. Oh, okay. But your family came, your first generation American? Uh, yeah. So your parents came? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you ever, you ever been back? Yeah. You have family there still? Yeah, all my family. When was the last time? Well, before pandemic. Like two years ago, three years ago. Oh, cool. What's it like? I, I have no idea. What... It's very nice. Everything's ordered. Everyone's looking out Into for the each other. Man. The what? Everyone's looking out for each other. Really? Um, Everyone's nice. No one is like trying to kill you. No one. Yeah, zero people what, what, are trying what, to kill what, you. what is the crime rate? <laughs> it's very so, low. Huh? It's very low, lower than America for sure. Like there's like in America, there's like the sense that like if you fuck up, someone's gonna like push you and be like, "What the fuck?" But in Korea, it's like no one is like, no one hates each other. No one is competing with each other. They're all in it together. They're all in Korea. Okay, let, let me let me add an asterisk to that statement because how. How diverse is South Korea? It's not diverse. Exactly. Since everybody's in the same boat. As soon as you see somebody who's a little different, it's like, oh shit, now the dynamics change and I might want to kill a motherfucker or two. 
I don't think they ever want to kill you. Not to say kill, it will hurt it's, you. It, maybe. Korea feels like a society. America feels like a fucking jungle. It feels like they, they just set up buildings and then they just let animals loose. But in Korea, it's like I am a human being. You feel dignified. You feel like you have a purpose as an individual. Yeah, and that you actually play a part somehow in the bigger picture. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. What like, is the bigger picture? Korea. <laughs> The preservation and uh, excellence of Korean culture. Like we don't want to be like our neighbors up north. We're 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 the, we're the good ones. Yeah, we we got to pull together so that we can fight off the communists. Is that something that's taught like young? Like it's it's in the family, it's in the schools, on TV, and yeah, it's just a general vibe of like let's not be animals. It, let's it not be assholes apart. to each other. How about that? Yeah. Should be a crazy, st- should, yeah, crazy notion. Yeah, it's a really crazy idea. Like, don't be a dick. <laughs> and yet, it's like, um, here it is all you're always competing with someone else. Yeah, it's like all the time. Like, and you're trying to take from others. Well, not just that, but you always have to sell something. <laughs> you notice that? I hate it. Well, I mean, you don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice, but because you you have because no, we have no safety nets. Yeah, but even even beyond that, it's like you're always you're always in selling mode. You're selling yourself when you go for a job. You're selling your skills, even as a comic. You got to shove it down their throats. Yeah, but even even as a comic, what you're doing is look. look this is me. Yeah, do but you like me? Like Pay me good, so I can show you more good state me. of mind to be in, where you're always like chucking and jiving. It's like. No true beauty in art comes from that. It's just like all crafts, crafty salesman bullshit. Uh-huh. Like if you really want to be an artist, you can't just be like always trying to be like, I'm the best. I'm the best. Even my shitty thoughts are the best. You got to be like, <laughs> this might not be good. Okay, here it is. Oh, it's excellent. Okay, that's good. Or it's not. Okay, I'll stop saying it. But it's like if you're always just shoving your ideas down your throat, then you have no idea what's actually good or not. It's not a good creative mindset. It just makes you a, a reptile. So okay, so let's solve the world. How do you solve that problem? We give everyone a living wage, a home, and food, and be like, "We're gonna take care of you, and whatever you want to contribute, please do." But you're not required to to survive. And then we will create beautiful art and a community and culture, as opposed to just struggling and killing each other and surviving like animals. You're out of your mind. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> This is America, man. We take over shit. I, okay, here's the weird part for me is that now I say we, even though I, I am American. Uh huh. As of 2010, nice. That's a long time. It doesn't matter. I'm like I I integrated backwards. I don't want to be take that back before someone listens to this. Uh, it's 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 it, it was always a weird integration because it's um. Of course, there's a lot of shit that happens that I, I don't agree with. And I'm kind of skeptical. And I'm like, yeah, this is all. And I believe that all empires fall at some point. And if one thing that COVID showed is like how unstable this country is, <laughs> whether it's the economy, it's the healthcare system, it's an unemployment system, it's the housing system, yeah, it's and like- the school system. It's, it's, it, if, if, if what happened actually still going on, really, if what happened within the past year and a half, then wake your ass up to say, Oh shit, uh, something wrong here. <laughs> like for real, like I, everyone can agree on that. 
that something's wrong. Everyone can agree that we're not healthy. Like, oh yeah, no I mean, like, oh, that was a good way to handle the pandemic. Ugh, learn how to bake now. my own bread. No, f- <laughs> we yeah, who gives like, a shit? We we were like, oh, uh, an outside threat. Let's argue with each other and fight each other to the death and make it political. Yeah, it's like that's not healthy. Like, there's an outside enemy we could be fighting. Take all that energy, but we're so t- used to fighting each other because we don't have an outside threat ever. So the only no. threat we're used to is like liberal or conservative. So we're like, you know, oh, let's let's do what we always do. Let's go into our old habit of just well, fighting. But I think it's uh, I was uh, maybe you can help me with this. I, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, if it's something that's proper to the American culture, that it's always like conflict, yeah, is always happening with the coast versus you know middle America. It's mm-hmm. liberal and conservatives. It's Democrats, Republicans. It's the North and the South. It's the the city and the country. It's gay and straight. It's black and white. Yeah. Like there's always a dichotomy. There's always a oh yeah, I'm on team this and you're on team that. So fuck you. I don't care what yeah. you gotta say because I'm with these guys and we want to win. So we'll do whatever it takes. And if I don't, if, even if it goes against everything I stand for. I'll be on this team and it doesn't make sense because it, I think it, it's because of slavery and genocide. There's one side that's always just like trying to be animals and take over and just do evil shit. And then the other side's like, well, no, what are you doing? White people, white people. Versus- Yo, I did you watch, um, this documentary, uh, on HBO about Woodstock 99. Did you watch that? No. Were you, how old are you? 32. So you, you remember Woodstock 99? Maybe you were too no. young for that. You, but you know what Woodstock is, right? Yeah. Okay, so Woodstock 69, you know. 99? Yeah, the, the, the original one was in 69. It's oh, the same yeah. people, right? So they're like, yo, let's bring that shit back and show the younger generation what it's like to, to, to put on this amazing all- weekend show with some dope lineup and it did a 94 edition and then it did a 99 edition and it was right around the time that you had like girls gone girls gone wild yeah and then uh all the like limb biscuit and rage against the machine and like and the whole festival went to shit because of straight white dudes they targeted the entire festival towards college white college kids yeah. And it turned to shit. Because they have no culture. They burned down by the by the third day, they burned down the stage. They rioted. Like yeah. they were raping women. This is what we create. This this is like at the height at the height of like they had nothing to stand like for. Back in the day we were like torturing black people, but we also had like religion and be like oh everyone loved jesus so there was like some sort of balance but now we don't have religion and so it's just like all chaos like there was no southern hospitality or decorum or just like oh that's all bullshit so we threw out the racism but we also threw out like the limiting factor of religion it's like we have nothing holding us back now do do you um do you you always felt this way yeah I've always just, felt just like growing up, growing America up in the country was a crazy place, and the people in America were very aggressive and toxic. Have you experienced it personally? Yeah, all the time on the road, on the in the gas stations, 
as people just like look at you sideways or yeah, you know, always trying to start shit, always trying to say that they're better and always trying to diminish and make me nothing and make themselves like do a trick off me. It's a big dick contest, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting and it's not the way the world should be or is and it's like we can create something beautiful together instead of just trying to tear each other down. Wait, but hold on. So how how what part are you playing in, in this then? Like what I'm are you doing, doing comedy, to change it? Spreading coronavirus. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I I feel like they deserve it a little bit. Like oh, we're gonna isolate this this clip right here. <laughs> they deserve it. Actually, they, a lot of people around the world uh, say that because they're like, you know, I'm not doing anything for you. You guys did zero for me. Like you, I quarantined for a year. I saw them partying and not wearing masks and arguing about vaccines. Uh-huh. You did nothing for anyone else. Why would I do anything for you people? Makes sense. Makes sense. But it, 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 it's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Calm down, man. I'm not the enemy. I'm just, I'm just some dude with a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, man. Trying to do comedy, trying to live, trying to feed my kid and all that stuff. You're so not the enemy. It's all right. It's, just yelling at you. No, no, no. But it, 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 it's uh it should be a wake up call because at the end of the day, you are you trying to do is because when you, when you look at it, like, uh, I don't care where you're from, uh, what, what you believe in, uh, what city you live in, what your sexual orientation, eh, you just trying to live. Yeah. You're just trying to get by. You have a family, you're trying to take care of your family. You're trying to raise kids. You're trying to, you know, make money, uh, have it something decent going on for yourself to where you can actually survive. Yeah. That's really all there is to it. Yeah. Right. Everything else is fluff. I don't care that you can't go to the, to the, to, to the movie theater. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. That's not, it's, <laughs> it's not a, uh, it's not a right. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's not essential. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, we can't go get haircuts. I'm like, motherfucker, do you, <laughs> is that really important? All I that need you from can... you people is to not kill me. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. That's it. Like, I don't need <laughs> yeah, movie theaters or Red Robin. It's like, we can do without that. But it's like, they don't know how to. They're like, this is, you know, like I, uh, they, uh, they, they got too used to ignoring the pain of others. Like if they're, they're actually caring about other people, then they wouldn't do what they do. But they, they just ignored everything else. And like, I'm going to focus on me and living a comfortable life. And the pandemic happened and they're like, well, I'm going to continue to, try to live the most comfortable life for me without thinking about anyone else. Cause they practiced it for like 200 years. But if it was something that was, look, if you want to go and shoot yourself with heroin, do coke all day and smoke weed, and you not hurt nobody fucking get it. Go at it. Get some butt implants, get some rings under your eyebrows. I don't give a fuck. But as soon as it's, it actually, affects other people it's like anything like you're you're not helping so your selfishness is not it 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 doesn't apply here yeah you see what i mean i mean you we know how viruses work now they're talking about there's a there's a delta there's a plus you heard about that shit no there's the i I forgot where i probably had it i mean i got the vaccine and i got sick i didn't so I took a test mm-hmm. at the Texas County, like the free thing. Yeah. And it's taken a week to get results. Like if you want people to be healthy, you don't fucking 
go for the cheapest tests that uh, take a week for it to come. You don't want, like, you don't really care. If you wanted me to quarantine, you would have tests that are free that actually are useful. A, a test that where the results come in a week later is completely useless. Oh, I should have quarantined a week ago. I'm glad I know that in the past I had it. Like, it's 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 worse than not having a test because now you're wasting all that money. Yeah, so. true. And this, this and at this point, this should make a uh, you know at home test kit. Like before I go out, yeah. take the test, boom, uh, whatever that means, and then okay, I have a negative thing, so now I can go and do whatever. If you really wanted to stop the disease, you would just you know flood the market with tests. But they would rather make money. They would rather make a little bit of money off of it. Ah, what a world. What a fucking world we live in. So, like, they don't care. Like, they don't care about spreading coronavirus enough. So why would I care? I'm getting the information from the society around me. Yeah, but the, the only way... Some, okay. I've, I've, I've heard this argument so many times that it's, it's annoying. It's like, oh, we turn into a dictatorship. Like, motherfucker, we tried being nice. <laughs> At some point, it's like a kid. You let them, you know, you let them, okay, okay, you, you make your decision. You, yeah. we, we, we're trying to, we're going to rely on your sense of discipline yeah. and on your good judgment. Yeah. Like, do you want to see Nana again? Like, do you want to sell, you want to celebrate a birthday again? Do you we, want to do freedom? It? You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point, you're like, hey, hey, hey all right, enough. <laughs> a fuck enough. It's over. Get a vaccine or stay your ass home. If we catch you outside, we find in your ass. This yeah. is what they did in France. Yeah. You did that in France. They were like... It's like a, a thing. Like, you can't just always have freedom. Like, I'm sorry, no, but, you, but can't, it, you can't be playing with flashlights in the Battle of Britain. <laughs> you, uh, you know, you can't, like, fucking I mean, virgins I, in a volcano. I'm I'm not saying... Because what, what I hate is the rhetoric around it when they... Oh, we're we're like uh, Jews in sec- in the war- in World War Two. I'm like, no, there were there were people. I swear to God, they had the yellow flag, like the yellow uh, star, the Jewish thing. Yeah. Like, oh, the, the, we're living in are we living in Nazi in in uh, Nazi Germany right now? I'm like, no, dude. All we asking you is to go down the street and get a shot and get another one, and you're good. Yeah, and you're good. And if more people did that. We'll be better off now. We were at stage two on July 1st. Yeah. We're at stage five on August 2nd or some shit like or that. Or a hotspot. Yeah. And and in France, the, the, the president came out and said, hey, uh, yeah, if you want to go to restaurants, if you want to go to movie theater, if you want to take the train, if you want to take the plane, get your ass a vaccine or a negative test. That's it. Within 24 hours, a million people signed up to, to get it done. Yeah, they. That's like that. Does I mean? It's it's, it's the like treating kids. They got. They're like, oh, it's important. Okay, I'll do it. But if we don't tell them it's important, then they won't do it. It's not even if we don't give them a choice. At some point, I mean, you you can't. Nobody, nobody that 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 protests or that's against this shit is an expert. Yeah. Nobody is. It's like I get it that the CDC fucked up with how the information was was put out we all get that but that's what science does science is not wrong we just have more information so we make better decisions down the road yeah it's not that it, it, they, they fucked up it's more of a oh we have more data now yeah but these americans are like oh look it's like a playground oh look at the nerd you messed up now we don't have to listen to you ever again exactly so if we're going to treat them like kids then shut the fuck up and go get your shot 
And if yeah. you don't give them a choice, I mean, it, it's really a, a, every parent out there should understand. But it's too this. late now. There's already a variant of cor- coronavirus that is vaccine resistant because we gave them enough data points to play around with and figure it out. Like the way to do it is like everyone gets vaccinated at the same time, and then the vaccine is o- or the the disease is overwhelmed and it can't evolve fast enough to find a foothold. But we had this thing where there was like 40% of the population where the virus was still active and then 60% that was vaccinated. So they got a constant little testing area and they got to constantly be poke and prod. And now there's a vaccine resistant coronavirus. It's like, you know what? I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of burnt out uh, by all this. And I get that. Yeah, you take a risk. You take a Take a risk when you walk out your door. You take a risk when you get behind the wheel. You take a risk with every every decision you make in life. Some people are more, you know, uh, risk averse. Some people are less. I, I I get all that, but this is this is not about, you know, what you you do to yourself. You're doing this. It's like wearing a condom. It's yeah. the same shit. Like you wear you wearing a condom. Why? So you don't you don't tra- you don't transmit a disease. Same thing. And nobody has a problem with that. If I told you, if I, if I, there's a reason why there's a sign at, at stores, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. yeah they, oh no, it's freedom. I should be able to walk in here butt ass naked and, yeah. and buy my Funyuns. No, <laughs> it's like they're, they're all rules. And at some point, somebody had, somebody had to, to stand and say, no, we ain't having this no more. Yeah. This is not how, how we operate. We're not, savages we're we're supposed to disease yeah a way to combat the disease and if we did it in march of last year we would not be where we are now and america was a petri dish for the disease and it spread to the rest of the world it's like irresponsible like for the rest of the world if america wasn't such a big spot for coronavirus the rest of the world wouldn't be suffering from it as they are now yeah they never thought it would come here yeah Anyway. They're not. They're in their heads. They're not in the real world. They're just playing fantastic games, like in their heads about like what they're what they think they're doing and stuff. Yeah, I guess we're going shit on, on America. All right. So, um, how's the van life? It's good. It's free. I mean, it's gas money. You're the second person. Uh, uh, I had um relatively free. Dre Dre Riggs also lives in a <laughs> lives in the van. Uh, yeah. Is there like a van convention? You guys get together or something? Or I mean, it... most people who live in a van are very independent-minded, so it's hard to wrangle them in. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like the economy isn't working for us. The only reason I live in a van is because I can't get a home because then I'd have to sign up for the job and like you know waste most of my life doing something I don't want to do, and then at the end of the day try to fucking do comedy. But now I, all I have to do is fix up my van. And that doesn't take that long. And then I can do comedy. It's like, it's, uh, it's the only way I can be a human is to live in a van. And it's sad that, uh, I have to resort to it, but it's even sadder to like waste your life doing something you don't want just for like survival and waste 40 hours a week of your life. Did you ever have a job? Um, I worked at a startup. I'm a, I have a degree in mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. I worked at a startup for like six months and then I never had a job again. You want to straight to comedy from that? For you. Yeah. 
So like after a year out of college, I started comedy. Oh wow! Yeah. And what 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 was the what was the click? Uh, I mean, it was gradual. It's sort of like uh, there's like this is this isn't a system that works. This isn't like they're just gonna siphon all my life energy out. So uh, so you already believed that in college. Yeah. And then you got out. You did the startup thing. Yeah. Like this is this fucked up. Attempt to enter society. Yeah. And so, why the comedy route then? Because it's like Joe Rogan. I heard Joe Rogan talk about it, and it was like made it sound awesome. Like it's a meritocracy. You get better. It's a skill, and you can work on it constantly and get better. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. But were you a comedy fan beforehand? A little bit. Like, did you did you like go to shows? Did you no, talk to comics? No. But to was it like a. Uh, Oh yeah, I, I got shit to say. Yeah, and um, also like, what else can I do in this fucked up world than make fun of it? It seems like the best option is to make fun of something that I don't agree with. I don't want to contribute to it, mm-hmm. but I can make fun of it. So uh, that okay, that's a, that's valid. And I still want to work hard and make something of myself. Right, I think it's hilarious that I'm spending my life making fun of the world. That I that don't you, that you live in, good. yeah. <laughs> Instead of actually doing something about it, <laughs> I'm just gonna talk shit about the country I live in. Yeah, I was born here, so I'm safe, kinda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's like, wow. So, do you remember, do you remember your first time? Yeah, I was at Jai Tai in Seattle, and I had a joke about stuff. And How did you, like, did you? You got up there and you, yeah. did you, were you prepared? Did, were you been yeah, writing? Or? I was prepared. I had jokes. I did all right. I mean, some people don't think I did. Someone wrote an article about how I did so bad, but I listened back God to the damn, video. Really? Yeah, it was like For your a first snapshot time? into the life of comedy and he like talked about my act. It's like <laughs> painful groans and all that. But uh, Asian comedian Hans Kim. <laughs> really god damn yeah, that's harsh for a first time you get your article written about your yeah, bad sex that's crazy <laughs> it, was, it came out like two years later like something uh-huh. when i wasn't like that vulnerable anymore but you but, knew that was it after i mean you yeah you're stage. putting yourself out there like people are allowed to judge you and write about you so it's like that's that is true take. that that is true but that um, is true yeah I know. so like what uh eight years in now yeah Man, Seattle, New York, and then, and then here. Yeah, holy shit, you're good, man. You're. I mean, I'm not that. Not that I'm a. I mean, I was a Jeff judge for FBI for two years, so I can say. Papia. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I remember when I saw you the first time. I was like, yeah, this is not because most people that I've met are like, yeah, year two, three years yeah. tops, especially if you're if you're from here, but. Uh yeah, it's funny shit, man. Really, really, really funny shit. So has um. So you knew. So if you knew about Rogan, you of course you knew about Kill Tony, and you were a fan and everything yeah. before you joined. I was a fan. Yeah, I loved watching it. It's a great show. It's like just learning about people. It's like, oh, let's talk to someone. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's like a. Uh, it's funny because I had I, I talked to this dude last just last night. After the the Shakespeare's uh, yeah. thing, um, and he was shitting on Tony, and I was just like, "How so that Tony makes fun of retarded people?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's comedy. It's 
roasting that's the, if you if you go up on kill tony and you do well you'll be fine yeah you'll be asked to come back or you'll get a show on red band's joint yeah you know and if you do poorly yeah you're gonna get shit on that's yeah. just the way it goes but you can't the, the his argument was like oh these retarded people diminished people go on kill tony and get roasted and they feel bad about themselves but they keep going i'm like at some point you got to just stop and go do something else not necessarily stop comedy but don't participate in your own harassment by going back on kill tony <laughs> every week it's just dumb well yeah, they retarded, I mean, but still it's a jungle out there like you got to take care of yourself and like i'm sorry that the world is a harsh place but if you can't handle it like Maybe it's not for you. It's, yeah. it's that simple. There's tons of other avenues you can use if you still want to do comedy. I mean, you look at Twitter is all jokes now. Yeah, Comments on YouTube is all jokes. It's random people from all over the world who want to have the wittiest comment on a puppy video. Yeah. You know, Reddit, that's all it is. Facebook, Instagram, it's the same shit. So... There's other ways, other ways to make it if you want to be funny. But at the end of the day, you just trying to be funny. That that's that's all it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, comedy's harsh. Like, what what did you expect? Like, if you don't go to kill Tony, you're still gonna get shit on. Like, it's comedy's a tough business. Like, there's it's not for people who are afraid of being made fun of like, and or rejected and or yeah. rejected. <laughs> It's like they want to be a shitty comedian and not get made fun of. It's like that doesn't work that way. If you want to make jokes, you're going to be the butt of the joke sometimes. Yeah. Did you, did you, um, um, did you have like an opportunity, whether it's Seattle or New York, to like take it to the next level? Kind of like what happened with Kill Tony? Yeah, every little bit helps. I was in the Seattle International Comedy Competition and I got to the finals. That was fun. And I did like a bunch of shows in arenas and theaters. That was no, crazy. arenas? Opening for somebody? It's just theaters. No, this is a competition. Like the competition, they go to crazy places and they do comedy, crazy places. Uh, yeah, and then like New York, they didn't really like me, but I just did my thing there and just... Where were like, you in New York? Where clubs were you working out of? Just anyone that would have me. I went up at Gotham once near a comedy club. They don't really care about talent. They're just more there to keep their machine rolling. They because they have so many talented people. Oh they don't shit! Really New York's got it crazy. Yeah, I don't like New York. I think New York's a little too toxic. They're just more interested in like climbing the social ladder and being successful rather than actually the art of comedy. Yeah, I. I, it, it it is a jungle. I mean, when you think comedy, you think there's New York and L.A. Those are the two. Yeah. And hopefully, yes. I mean, at some point, Austin is going to be is, is being put on the map. Uh, Chicago too. Um, but yeah, New York is rough. And I'm not. And I'm not. Say, I'm saying that because I've I've talked to New York comics. I've been to New York and yeah. seen comedy there. And I fo- I followed my favorite comics are out of New York, yeah. and when they talk about what they go through on a daily basis, just trying to make it, whatever that means, yeah. whether it's getting the show or you know going from open micer all the way to you know being a paid regular at the cellar, it's like yeah, there is, you know, there is a grind and it's rough. Yeah, because everyone's afraid of failing, so that they only try to succeed. 
they don't care about actually getting good at comedy. And they just book their friends because they're like, oh, if you book me, I'll book you. And then it's I've just seen like, that. it's just a uh, fear based. And there's a lot of fear in New York and just people trying to like be Donald Trump and just make it based on politics rather than comedy. Is it happening here too, you think? No. Not in Austin? Booking no. their friends? No. Not as much? There's a little bit of it in every scene, but in yeah, New York, yeah. they like take it to another level. And hmm. I think that uh, they're, I don't know. I, I just don't think that you can do good comedy there reliably. It's just more about like. Wouldn't LA be worse though? a girl or like, I don't know. LA is like more open and creative. They're like, oh yeah, yes. And they're always like, you know, adding on and just like being open to everyone. Mm-hmm. But in New York, they think it's a skill to reject people, so they just reject as many people as they can. It's the New York vibe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's the. I think it used to be good, but I think now it's they've uh, gone full retard. Oh, all right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, now that you're regular on Kill Tony, congratulations, by the way. Thank that, you. That is that's that is dope. Uh, and you get to kiss a girl at every show you go on. <laughs> is that is that a recurring thing now? Like every every time you get up, I've done it four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row, you've kissed a different girl. Yeah, holy shit! I, actually, it's funny because I, I was watching. Um, I was watching. I was uh, reading up, and people commenting like, "Yo, Kant's Kim, the legend. I wish I was him. I wish." No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, you don't. There, you don't want to live in a van. Yeah, there's way more to house Kim than just kissing random girls at every Kill Tony, and it's yeah. and it's like, but I mean, you know, whatever works. And you know, it's not a. I I don't think it's fair to just um, because I'm sure there's just some haters out there. I mean, in in every yeah. every industry, they're like. The, the the thing is, as as long as you don't get, and I don't I don't think you're the type like to get big headed to where like, oh shit, yeah, I'm kill twenty regulars. Fuck all of y'all. Y'all are just minions and peons at this point. No, I, I don't I don't think you'd be that type at all. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's not that uh, awesome. I mean, it's like great. It's a big show, but I'm only playing a little part in it. And I just hope that I can do... Sure, but you look at David sense. Lucas, you look at all these guys, like, you know, they're major now. Maybe maybe yeah. not on the level of, you know... Um, but like they Kevin were Hart already yet. regulars before they came here. I was here, yeah, yeah, yeah. then yeah, I yeah, became yeah. a regular, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but are you the first regular from Austin then? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So... I came from from the trenches, so I have my roots. No, you, you've, you've put in the work, and it shows. That's what I'm trying to say. Thanks. And so it's not a... I don't think it. I've never seen, or maybe maybe you you have in in Kill Tony uh, um, history, someone who's like, you know, two years in becomes a regular. That's like, yeah, in the beginning, but like the the better people are like have more experience. Of course, that, that, that just the way it works, and it shows, and it shows. Um, so you did fuck that girl in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos on that. I'm sure you got a lot of fist bumps. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> there should be more of that. Like, people are so paranoid of sex. It's really sad. What do you mean? Comics? Yeah, like women or like just like a lot of dudes. Like, a, there are a lot of dudes who are like, 
oh, I love women. Like they they uh they can't come with women or like they've never been with a woman. It's like I tell you what, if of- more dudes got laid, there'll be less killing and serial killers and school shooters and yeah, way less. It all comes down to how are you getting laid? We need to be not? fucking more. There needs to be more yeah. love in the world. Yeah, there needs to be. If we didn't, ha- if there was a way to fuck COVID free, but I think it's <laughs> COVID free. Just do doggy style or like reverse cowgirl, but uh, or just anal. It's like whatever men works. aren't sexy. It's not sexy to be living in a van or like living in a shitty apartment. Like there's a wealth inequality, and if men don't have money, they're not. If they can't survive and provide, they're just not sexy. Especially to like, if you're in the Victorian era programming uh-huh. of like, oh, a man needs to provide. And that's our cultural programming. It's not like women are like, oh, I can survive on my own. This is an easy world for me to survive it. They're like, oh, this is a man's world and I need to find a man that will help me survive. And then men are like poor and like, you know, playing Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. It's like, we need more money or else we're not sexy and we don't have money. So we're not fucking and it's all the boomers fault. Wow. Okay. Let's let's dissect that a little bit. I don't think it's I don't think it's the money thing anymore. I think that there's been this reversal of men women dynamics where women. I mean, bottom line is everything a dude does, everything is for women. It's to get pussy. Everything. You open the door, you get a job, you make money, you're successful, you buy a car, you buy a house, you know, you're funny. It's all to impress somebody. And chances are it's it's the women side yeah. of, this, of society, right? In hope that somebody notices you. It's or, been or, made that way. No, but that's, that's how it's been, right? Yeah. And then... Somewhere along the way, women are like, oh, yeah, yeah, we like dudes that are tough and blah, 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 blah. But also on, you know, more, um, what's the word? Uh, Men who can express their feelings and that are more into, you know, themselves, emotional. Empathy. Yeah, and you end up with these dudes that are depressed all the time and that, like, caught up in their feelings and they go to therapy and and, which is pretty much the opposite of what instinctively we are but this and now the women run the show so they're like look at them they're little bitches yes we're not instinctively attracted to them exactly because now you're just a bunch of whiny little bitch dudes but they're like that because they're poor well, I don't think it's a money thing. It's like if it's if, definitely if, a money thing. If if you're a guy that just bitches all the time about everything, why would you bitch if you're rich? You don't bitch. If you only bitch when you're poor. No, rich people bitch too, but not they're not a, happy. Not to There's women. Not, well, yeah, but it doesn't, they get bitches because they have money. So you think that the problem is money? At the end of the day, I think it's socioeconomic and wealth inequality and the one percent. Sure, in the grand scheme of things, yes. But I'm talking on an individual level. Like, look at all the comedians. They're all Uber Eats drivers, Postmates. They fucking walk dogs. That's not attractive to women. Sexy occupation to have. Like, this is our generation. We have been denied our birthright. The boomers have kept it from us because they're like, oh, look at these faggots. They're just going to use it to, <laughs> you know, like change their gender or get hair dye. But it's like... Do bitchy ass things. Yeah. 
Because they don't trust us. They don't trust the future. They realize that their who's way the, of life who, is dying. They? Who's Boomers, they? old people. Okay. Oil tycoons and okay, okay. The, the, CEOs. The Bill Gates Johnson and the... Johnson. Okay, those fuckers, okay? Yeah, it's like they they kept us from having money and now we're having to do with like we're rubbing pennies together trying to make like fucking TikTok videos or whatever. And it's like we're not sexy. We We haven't been given the keys to the kingdom. We're relegated to uber eats like the but, smartest people in our generation but i think unable to make a change but, but i think it's a it's more of a just to dig a little deeper i think it's more of a mindset than a, than a money thing because if you're you can have if okay let me ask you this then maybe that will clarify things assume you're you have all you have all the money in the world what does that mean to you It means I can make an impact on the society around me. I can build buildings. I can build a comedy club. For other I can, people. I can make an impact. Th that's, that's assuming that you actually give a shit. Everyone gives a shit. Uh, apparently we just said people don't. But that's because we're starving. If we had all our basic needs met, we would actually contribute to the world. Yeah, but it's, it's not... I don't think that's up to ev everybody. I think it's... There is a fraction of, of the population that goes, hey, I'm actually trying to do good here. That's not everybody. Most people don't think past their nose. Because most people are poor. I, you keep bringing it down to money. I'm trying to extrapolate from it and, and see if there's something deeper than just, hey, if I give you $2,000 a month. I'm not against it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against it. But yeah. I'm saying if if there's something in in mentally or in the in, in in the psyche that just makes us oh yeah you know this is just the way it is so i'm just gonna you know grind every day and just i just don't stick to see it. that i don't see like a mental illness or i don't see like a, a thing that just caused our mentality to be that way besides money because that's what uh that's what this country was founded on is that what you said yeah everything is based on money i mean look you're You, well, we you're trying to make to, things more convenient for everybody. That's money. You want to save money. You want to, I mean, the, what, what was the number? Let me sure I don't pull this out of my ass. Uh, some crazy, like most Americans live paycheck to paycheck and they don't have savings at yeah. all. Right. So when COVID hit, they're like, oh fuck, now I can't do shit. And then you end up on the street. Um, But I think that beyond that, there's a infrastructure change that, that needs to happen to even allow for people to have money. If 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 the system if the if the system is built as such that yeah, it benefits certain people and it fucks other people over, the problem is not the money, the problem is the system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Like I said, if 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 you learn everything from from last year, is that yeah, there's a lot of fucked up things happening. People that were not necessarily aware about about it until it happened to them. Like, oh, this is what we fucked because I lost my job. I can't pay for rent. There's no uh, rent program I can sign up on, and if I do, it will take nine months for my application to be approved. So I end up on the street regardless. My landlord is going to be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. So it, it's. It, it's money is more the it's the the outcome 
of the problem. Yeah. But the root of it all is this is how the society was built. And until you get to the bottom of it and you go, okay, hey, uh, we need to change uh, how, you know, how 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 uh, wealth is distributed, how we house people, or how we take care of each other, how we eat, and all those things. It ain't shit gonna happen. The money's gonna go to the same folks every single time. And then yeah, it's been that's like, that's the same thing. We're saying the same thing. It's no, like, no, I'm I'm, I'm, the I'm end trying to go is the money. Yeah, but the end result. I was the, trying to go deeper with it. Like what what okay, what is so it? What is at the bottom that the, really the deep deeper thing is like there's not enough money going to people because. That's how the system was made. Because what? That's how the system was made. So change the system. Tell and jokes, the, and, and hopefully, result of that would be more money getting to the people. Are you, are you are you are you okay financially now? Yeah. Even though you live in a van, so it's because I live in a van. I'm okay financially. Okay. But uh, but you're still young. Labor. Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, relatively. It's like we don't need more protection for owners of capital. Capitalism is all about people who are rich. Like we don't need to have a system of economics designed around them. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They have capital. They have land and machinery and buildings. Like it's it's ridiculous to build an economic system around one percent of the population. But that's what you get in a country founded on slavery. You get a you you protect the slave owners, the plantation owners. That's a deep, rich history in America, but um, you know, uh, we need to focus more on labor and more on workers. Chris Rock has a joke. You know that joke he does about uh, rich versus wealth. Mm-hmm. You know that joke where he's living next to a dentist. Yeah, yeah. and he says like, uh, "Shaq is rich. The white man who signs his checks is wealthy." Yeah. Like the motherfuckers that own the color blue, those 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 wealthy motherfuckers, and rich can go, you know, you can fuck up your your money with a coke problem overnight, but people wealth is passed down from generation from generation to generation. You know, Jeff Bezos, his 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 entire lineage is gone. I don't think does he have kids. I don't think so. Oh well, it, it, it's like you're. You, you you live you live in a society where you get to a certain point and you would think that you'd be like oh you know what I'm okay yeah I'm okay I can like if you take money out of the equation when you wake up in the morning in a sense that like it's not a it's not an obstacle no more yeah. like you're if you want to do shit you just do it like you don't you don't have to that's what's called fuck you money, really. And uh, <clears throat> if you take that out, and then you would think that the next step would be like, okay, I've made it, whatever that means, yeah. right? How do I pass it on to the next generation or the next uh, to to a community or whatever? But I don't I with with as as many millionaires and billionaires that we have here. It's it's crazy to me that the country is in the state it's in. Yeah, like just just take all Hollywood actors, like the George Clooney's and those those guys, yeah. right? Make every every movie they make, they make millions. 
people who who on TV, who are in music, make millions, right? Okay, what do you do with that? You invest it? Do you start a foundation? Like we need more foundation to foundation shit? Yeah. But if you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take this and I'm going to try to make things. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's something to do. It's, it's just that it's such a slow process. You would think that with as much money as there is out there, yeah, it should move way quicker. The thing is, it gets in the hands. You have a system where you just hope that rich people are nice. Exactly. Exactly. But that 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 is the... Like you really measure someone's integrity yeah. with by what they do when they're in a position of power. Yeah. Whether it's monetary power or it's physical power or it's uh legal power, sexual power, whatever power it is. Yeah. That's how you measure an integrity of somebody. It's like, okay, now you're the shit. What do you do with that? You know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's pretty pretty much what that what that means. But they didn't earn that money. They, every every uh, person comes from a society, and without that society, they wouldn't have earned that money. So we're not taxing them correctly. We're not getting the proper... We're not paying... They're not paying their workers properly to get that money. And the only people who survive and thrive in this system are people who steal and take more than they should and just, like a virus, just consume. Man, that is a grim outlook, man. This I, is I, like our system. This no, is like no, what I, we, I, I get it. it this is what I, we I encourage. Wanna, yeah, I know. I, unfortunately, I know. It, it, to, to me, I still want to believe in people to do good. I, I know it's very optimistic, and yeah, I get let down a lot. Um, and but I'm curious what that ratio is. This is just the system. Like people are great. It's just like if you were very yeah, but if you work it, any system we can have, we can thrive in any system. We just have a, a set of rules right now that are set up for us to turn evil. So we turn evil. Yeah, but the people actually know how to work it and and get to where they are now. It's like, yeah, I did it. Why can't you do it? Because we don't want to turn into you or not you but we don't want to turn into jeff bezos and have to destroy rainforests to gain success like their skill is in being amoral and hurting others and that's not something that we should drive for are you writing a book or something um no. i don't know i'm saying you, you have a lot of thoughts on this and a, a lot to, to to share and don't get me wrong your, your comedy is dope well, I'm curious because you're you get pretty serious about this, and it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Um, I mean, like, I mean, I don't the, need to be funny all the time. No, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm not I saying like you should. I'm thinking I'm, about it because it's the world we live in, and it's like I, I totally, I totally get it. What, what I'm saying is, you, the fact that you have strong feelings about it. Yeah, I think that. Um. Uh, like you actually, which is, I think, a quality to have to like to stand for something. Like, hey, there's some fucked up shit going around here, and yeah. this is what I think. And now, what do I do with this information? I try to make people feel bad. 
because if oh, you feel bad, not you, but just in general, <laughs> just like the people that refuse to feel bad about it, that's the problem. You need to feel bad. You can't just try to feel good. You feel are, bad and then things will change. Are the, the people who are happy all the time piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. And there's some people like that. They just always, oh, yeah, this is a, you know. Roses are red, blah 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 blah. Everything is great. I'm like, no, let me let me show let me, let me show you where I live. <laughs> the, the, you'll see if the world is great. Then be like, well, that's where you live. I'm good. Fuck you. Yeah, that's really mean. That's the opposite of happy. They're they're not really happy. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter how much amount of money you have, you can still be miserable. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So if 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 the goal is to stay alive as long as possible, live whatever life you want to live comfortably, you know, that everybody has a different definition of what success is. For some people, it's, I want to be a millionaire. I'll, I'll start rapping. And my end goal is I want to become the next, you know, the next Puff Daddy or whatever. Or, oh, I'm going to start comedy because I want to be the next, the next Joe Rogan or the next Kevin Hart. I'm like, no. I, I, I don't think that's how it works. It's like you... You believe in something, you believe in yourself, you do the work, you know, and eventually that happens. Metallica didn't set out to be one of the best metal band ever. Yeah. They just loved to do music and in that process they became Metallica. Yeah. You know, it, it it's the pro I think another dimension to this is People just like their shortcuts, mm-hmm. you know. They, they're desperate. Yeah, they're exactly. Poor. I mean, there's there's they sell cream that makes you supposed to make you lose weight, or the belt that you put on your abs yeah. that's supposed to make give your abs back under your fucking dad bod belly, you know. And and so, you, if you're not willing to put in the work and it, and you just want to sit on your ass. Yeah, and shit gonna happen for you. I know that it's true that not everybody starts at the same starting line. Yeah, that's true. It sucks. And again, this is a more this is a deeper problem that has to do with the system. However, the grind is the grind. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're doing, whether it's comedy or it's music, it's uh, painting, it's I don't know, masonry, it's programming, whatever the fuck, whatever you're into. Um, to get to where whatever your definition of success is, mm-hmm. and nobody says you're supposed to own a house in the hills. Nobody said that's that's the that's the thing. You, you they, they sell you this thing like, oh yeah, you you're you're gonna be uh, you graduate from high from from college, you start a job, and then you meet a chick, and you get married, and you have kids, you move into the suburbs, and then. Maybe you start your own company or, and then that's, you go on vacation once a year and that's it. And it's like, no, (laughs) I know what happy is for me. Don't tell me what happy, what happiness should be for me. Mm -hmm. If, if you, if you choose to live in the van because it is, you have the, you have a goal in mind and that's what it takes to get to that goal then that's part of the process mm-hmm. 
And I think the, the, the process is what's, is the fascinating part of it. Not the, yeah, I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan. Does that, does that make sense? Or I'm just rambling. Yeah. Like, uh, the goal is nice to have of like what you want to be, but that's like 1% of it. And then 99% of it is actually getting to that place with hard work. That's the and fun. Dedication. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting part because along the way you meet people, you know, you, you, you make mistakes, you fuck up, you get back up again, you get knocked out, knock, knocked down, you get back up again. You have one small victory, you celebrate it. And then, and then someone else comes along and go, Hey, I like what you're doing. Let's work together. And then you just, you know, kind of work your way through that path. And then at some point it's like, does the objective even matter because this is actually what we're in because we're all going to die at some point. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Now this, I mean, it sounds really grim after all this, all this positive talk, but, um, the hard work, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. no, did you, do, do you, do you enjoy living in the van? Like yes. it, you do uh-huh. because why? Because I don't have to have a job, because I can go wherever I want, hang out with whoever I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be somewhere at a certain time. I don't have to wake up with an alarm clock. I don't have someone telling me what to do or pretending like I'm doing something when I'm not. I don't have any restrictions and I don't have to lie. So where do you want to be in 10 years? What's the end goal? Um, just to continue. Uh, I'm, I'm your counselor. Life. My name is back. I'm your counselor. Um, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm, like I'm 39. I got nothing to teach you. I don't have to lie to anyone or like pretend at all. Like I don't have to kiss ass or be like, oh, that's very interesting or whatever. But do you, like, how do you project yourself in the future? Or you just go, hey, this is what I'm doing right now. We'll figure the shit out as I, as you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just going to keep getting uh, good at whatever I'm doing and I have faith that I'll hopefully choose the right things to do. And it's like, I don't know, it's like uh, I have faith in human uh, ingenuity and I'm a human. In the mic. So. You're what? You're a human? Is that what you said? Yes, I'm a human. Ah, oh, fascinating. So it's like, <laughs> since I like people and I don't think that they're deep down evil and corrupt. I don't have to like turn myself into something that I'm not. I can just be a human. But if you hate people, then you're constantly trying to escape your genetics, which is impossible and they're miserable. And uh, yeah, it's like, okay, let, to be human. Let, let me, let me ask you another question. Cause I, 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 I try to comics that I've had on the show, uh, put it this way. I don't think anybody is one thing, right? I, I don't think you're not Hans Kim, the comic. You're Hans Kim, the guy, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully <laughs> you're, you're Hans Kim. Yeah. There's way more to you than just being a comic. So d- did you have passions or things that you, you wanted to do or you, or you still do outside of comedy? Yeah. Like what? I do it. I talk to people. I play basketball. I uh, edit video. Like, there's nothing that I'm doing that I'm not doing that I don't want to that I wanted to do. Like, I don't need to fucking go rock climbing. I can watch someone rock climbing. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what it's like. 
Uh, and dating is just not in the picture either. I mean, I'm talking to some girls right now, but oh it's yeah, like, four. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I don't really try to pursue it. I don't think it's like a healthy society that I want to dip my dick into. Uh, you just did in the closet me. of a yeah, comedy club. I, I did barely any work for that. Like I let them come to me. Like I'm not gonna go out there and change because you can like completely change your whole personality and like make it your whole life to get laid. And I don't think it's worth it. Well, yes, but I mean that that is that's a separate shit. If, if we're gonna go into that, um, the concept of dating in of itself, I think, is ridiculous. But because you're you're not, it's like a job interview. You're you're not. You're showing the best version of yourself, which is not necessarily your, yeah, not who you really how are. Life works. It's a very exactly uh, it's a, bureaucratic way to try to find your love. You're selling again. You're selling yourself, and you yeah. say, "Oh yeah, I'm a good guy. I don't cheat, and I don't beat women." It and, should be like, "Can I improve your life? Can I make your life better?" Yes. Then fuck me. No. Then don't fuck me. But instead, it has to be like, "Will you improve my life the most? Will you provide me the financial whatever?" It's like were you on apps? It makes it very unnatural. Were you on dating apps at all? Did you try those? No, at all? No, I used to, but I don't anymore. That shit is weird because you're basically shopping for humans. Yeah, and it's like, and the thing is, every everybody wants the same thing, unless you're just like, hey, I just want to fuck. That's one thing. But yeah. if you're like looking for, hey, I, I want companionship. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, I, I want, you know, independent and funny and stable. And I feel like women are just too, like, picky. Yeah. They don't know what they want. They just download whatever they're told to want. There's a, there's a story we tell um, in, in France. Is in France or not? I want it. Anyway, it's like you, this um, woman enters a building. Goes to the elevator. Maybe you've heard it. And he said, first floor, all right, you want to meet a guy that has, um, that will, that's honest. Yeah. Second floor is going to be honest and going to be stable. Third floor, honest, stable, and rich or something like that. And the top floor had like all the qualities that a woman wants in a man and they get to the top floor and there's nobody. Mm-hmm. There's no guy. Nobody meets all those criteria. Mm-hmm. So you got at, at, at some point you're like, well, shit, this is what I got. This is, this is what I work with. Yeah. But until you make that choice, yeah, you're going to try to find whatever, you know, is best suited. Yeah. But, I, but I think at the end of the day, it's like who, my dad told me this, um, a while back and he said you know fuck all the love shit <laughs> it's like this is this whole love at first sight and oh my god i can't leave without you like the blah blah yeah fuck that shit like, everything you see in 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 every rom-com out there it, yeah. the fuck all that all it is and my parents have been married for 40 some years is there is if you can be with somebody in the same room and just be good Mm-hmm. that's all it is yeah you don't you Just don't try along. to yeah that, that, that's it like it's not to where i mean don't get me wrong every relationship will have its ups and down and fights yeah. and all of course we all know that shit otherwise we wouldn't that yeah that, that's where it works can't live with them can't live yeah. without them 
That's just how it works. But if you can find somebody be like, yeah, you know what? I like you. Around. Just around. I don't need you in my business. I don't need you way out there. Just in the vicinity. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah, that's nice. That's all I need. Did you... Uh, um, do you tell how long until you tell girls that you live in the van or you tell them straight up depends the last one or the one you see now she knew from the show she watched the show oh was you one of the girls you kissed uh yeah the one with the dude with the crazy hair no oh i don't know i don't keep track so um i mean it's like it should be like an organic thing, like two people in a room and like the natural attraction, the natural chemistry that arises from just two people being in a room. But then some people are like, okay, this is nice, but how can I use this to get a house or a retirement plan? Or, or get ahead in life. A bodyguard. And it's like they try to parasitize and use you. Mine natural connection and romance to get things from people. And it's like, that's ruining love. Like, And also the fact that men are poor and unable to provide. And those two things of like men being poor and dumb and shitty and women just needing, uh, looking at love as a way to survive and as a career and as a retirement plan, I think is like, it's uh, causing us to not fuck. Did someone break your rate. heart in the past? Um, it's a, it's a very, uh, relevant thing, but no, no, I'm saying like my past experiences have informed my opinion now. Yes. Okay. So money and I mean, yeah, nobody wants to feel used, but we've, we're used all the time. Yeah. But it's like, there's a way there's a, there's a. Like a, there's a spectrum of like how used you are, and right now we're just trying to use each other too much. Mm-hmm. We're just well, yeah, I mean it's, it's crops. I mean, social clout is an actual. You can actually measure social clout now. Yeah. When you when you talk to somebody and um, they tell you how many followers they have. And how popular they are, it's like indismeasurable now. We didn't have that before. Like, look, I have two million followers. Okay? Does that make you a good person? Does that, what, what the fuck does that mean? People yeah. could be, you can't, out of, out, of, out of those two million, half of them could hate your guts, but they still want to know what you're up to. Yeah. So it doesn't mean shit, but that is now social currency. Yeah. It really is. And, and, and nobody, you know, back then, you had I'm trying to think how like how would you show your social status back? Well, it was on based on shit you owned, reputation. Reputation. I own a nice house. I got a nice car. I got a trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Look at my shit. This is me. Blah blah blah. Now it's like, yeah, people want to know what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. I'm the star of my own show, and people tune in to see what I'm doing every minute of the day. Yeah. And that's how, that's my worth. And that measure turns into money. 
Yeah. You would have told me, you would have told me like 20 years ago that being an influencer could be a job where people, you make money because people want to see you. Cause people want, cause, cause people want to buy shit because you said so. Yeah. That's my blow. I mean, 20 years ago, it's like, no, no, what the fuck is this? And don't get me wrong. It is. Whatever works for you, right? Whatever, if, if that's if that's your hustle, that's what you do, and and you you know you look. It doesn't matter. I mean, it helps if you look good, you know. Some hot some hot chick just does unboxing videos, and people don't give a fuck about the unboxing. They want to see the hot chick, mm -hmm. so they'll follow her, they subscribe, they do all that shit, and she knows she's using it, and she probably also knows that people are using her videos to jerk off or whatever else. But yet it works it, that, that, that relationship, that dynamic works. And of course it's more beneficial to the person providing the service mm -hmm. because they make a lot of money just on boxing videos with a bikini top on. And that's a job. Yeah, but that only works because we have a sick society where there's a bunch of sex-starved men. Oh, I mean, look, the this, the 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 amount of sexual repression out there is nuts. The fact that, yeah. that when I came here in 1998, there was uh, I forgot who told me this, but like, hey, there's th there are three things that you cannot talk about in this country without people getting very passionate or offended. Is uh, religion, politics, and sex. Okay. Now, everybody talks politics. Everywhere you go, people talk politics. It's not taboo uh -huh. anymore. If you say that you're, you can say, fuck off your liberals, and, and if, you, if you're a Trumper, don't yeah. swipe left. People talk politics all the time now. Religion eh, doesn't really have a, a place right now. Mm-hmm. We believe in Google and Facebook and convenience and money. It's yeah. it's not it's not really a like a, yeah, and sex is still like eh, I don't know. Yeah, out of those three country based on Puritan, yeah, uh, and yet morals, and yet this country has the biggest porn industry in the world, the most sexual yeah. deviant motherfuckers in the world probably. These, there was like some person that was like, American girls look at sex like the man did something to them, like they took something from them. But like Canadian girls are like, oh, that was fun. It's yeah. like Americans look at sex as like a business, like, oh, I can use this to get ahead. And since I don't have health care or a safety net, I have to use sex to get something. Mm -hmm. So if you just fuck them, they're like, oh, I got fucked out of things I could have had. And it's like, if we had a society that was providing for our people, then we could have sex more freely because we wouldn't have to use sex to get basic human rights. But we don't live in that world. And we live in a world where sex is like, you have to hold it off until you get something from it. It's like, it ruins or just sex. To, or just to tell people about it. I mean, it's like you, well, porn is free now. Everybody can get it on your on their phone, and you're creating a generation that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all porn was always ahead of 
the curve technology wise all the time. When v- when VHS tapes came out, porn was right on top of it. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, you can you don't have to go to the theater like a creep and jerk off in the corner. I can just take that shit home and watch it on my on my VHS player. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, the and then the internet was like, all right, this is what's going to be. And now it all boils down to how do you teach people? We have all these amazing tools, all these amazing, uh, you know. I mean, we have a supercomputer in our pockets, pretty much, and yet we always want the best, the fastest, the uh, the most efficient, the most convenient, everything, and that has to do because we don't want to deal with reality and the harshness of just having to figure shit out. I want to lose weight right now. I never seen I never seen the country with so many diets and gyms yeah, like, cuz we don't have a culture back in like the old country you just eat the diet of your ancestors but here it's like oh we don't have a a, a shared culture so we have to find it we have to make it we have to sell it sell it like I don't if I go back home to see my cousins in Africa and I tell them hey uh are y'all uh, any of y'all on a gluten diet or a keto diet? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> never, never heard of They don't have to keto. think about it. They don't. They just they, eat they, the diet of their culture. Yeah, and then they have better things to worry about than that. And and it's like, that's why I, I always tell people, like, you know, if, if you're traveling will always be beneficial to your um, to your mind. In a sense that you you go somewhere else, you learn, you come back, and hopefully you integrate what you learn in your life. You're like, oh wow, I didn't realize that these people got to walk for miles to get some water. Yeah, and now I'm here, I can just throw on my faucet. And actually, I don't even do that. I go to the grocery store and buy bottles of water that end up in that end up in the river, and that are dumped in the in in the ocean, and that end up on the other side of the world. And I'm fucking those people over. Yeah. And you're like, so, but we're so selfish. Like, they're like, oh, we just, you know, every picture I see of women on, on Tinder and those dating sites, like, oh, look at me. I'm in the mount. I'm in, I'm in Africa. I'm in Asia. I'm visiting blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but are you actually taking that in as learning experience? Or are you just there to be a tourist and they come back and go back to your old ways? Yeah. You see what I mean? I don't know what life, I mean. I don't know what life is like in, in South Korea, but if people get along fine and the economy is is um everybody got a everybody got a fair shot and people are not killing each other over stupid shit and you're and and if you visit there you can actually learn from it and be like, oh yeah, we're actually fucking up. This is this shouldn't be this shouldn't be the way to live because it's too stressful. It's too. I mean, yeah, people losing their shit. It. People are losing their shit right now. Yeah. But anyway, I'm rambling. <laughs> like you, you see other cultures, you're like, oh, maybe I could do that instead. Like, no, if but you only have one, then you don't have options. America doesn't learn from other countries. You notice that mm-hmm. they always trying to do do it their own way. 
thinking that their way should be their way and other people have to adapt to their way. And I'm like, no, it, you know, people shit on. People are like, we're successful here, so we don't need to learn anything from anyone. No, else. we know it. We know it all. We do. We, we're just, we have everything we need right here. We don't need yeah. to go anywhere else. You know, you still see the we same shit from one state to the next. Jimi Hendrix. So I don't have to take a vaccine. Yeah. Wait, what? Because we made Jimi Hendrix, we're like, we're an awesome country. Now I don't have to. Oh, yeah. I, I just can do whatever I want. Like, not We make the best movies, the best, uh, we have the best entertainment, the best porn, the biggest movie uh, actors. You know, we have millionaires and billionaires. We get startups. We have mountains. We have beaches. We have deserts. We have everything we need right here. So why the fuck would I need to travel to Europe for? Yeah. Nah, stay right here. USA. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap it up, man. We've been talking for an hour and a half. So you have a dope shit to share? Yeah. In the mic. What is it? Like something that I'm doing? No, something that you think people should know about outside of what you're doing. So something that somebody something else in is the doing. world. Yeah. Like is I'm there watching a- uh, Game of Thrones right now. Yeah, you are late. Is, I'm rewatching it. In the in the mic, it is in the mic. Oh, okay, um, I'm watching Game of Thrones right now, and uh, it's it's great. I'm rewatching it. It's it's a great show because there's like so much history and lore behind it, and you can really delve into it. There's like backstory upon backstory, and then it gets me interested in like medieval history and oh, the crazy really? okay. history of the world. Like this uh, YouTube channel called Baz Battles. It uh-huh. gives you the background of um, <clears throat> like the medieval wars and the battles and like the people, like these people I have no idea even existed that like conquered Europe and stuff. It's like, this is the history of our world. And like, it's super interesting, like how it happened and like how an accident in a battle won the battle for them and changed the world. It's like really crazy. Yeah. Game of Thrones started with a, incest problem the whole thing started because some kids saw a brother and sister fuck mm-hmm. and then all that other shit unfolded that's crazy but yeah it is it, it's a great show yeah great show so you, you watched it all and you're rewatching it is mm-hmm. that what you're doing yeah oh okay are you one of those like you, the last season was shit and it should be redone yeah really i think most people hated it if you look on imdb it's crazy yeah did you hate it yeah did you care that much to be like oh, you should? They should redo it. I mean, it doesn't. I don't have to care that much to think they should redo it. Uh, that's scaring a lot because it it takes a lot to put on that kind of shit, that kind of show, especially that yeah. last. And it's true that they wrapped up they too many stories. All the actors are old now. Yeah, and then it it's like they well, one it takes a lot of money to to produce a show like that, but it's like yeah, they did wrap up a lot of stories so. so so quickly they should yeah. have another season but you know it is what it is i got other things to worry about uh my dope shit i mentioned it earlier is uh the woodstock 99 documentary on hbo max uh if you don't see white boy rage at its finest <laughs> it is a great documentary to and it really shows that the the time we lived in uh in 99 when it was you know the Y2K was around the corner, you know. Uh, 9-11 coming up. 
Yeah, but they didn't know that. But just the detention of uh, white dudes and how like the 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 scene that really hit me in in the documentary. And I'll spoil this, and I'll, and I'll shut up about it. So this is at the height of uh, when DMX was huge, mm-hmm. and DMX was on stage, and there's a sea of people, and then he raps the song "My Niggas," and it's like. All these white college kids going, my niggas, my niggas, nah, 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 nah. my niggas, like hundreds of thousands of people, white yeah. guys going, my niggas, and then DMX performing on stage. I'm like, holy shit, that's scary. <laughs> that's some scary shit. Anyway, watch it. Woodstock 99 uh, on HBO Max. All right, where can people find you? Social media, all that good stuff. At DJ Hans Kim or Hans Kim Comedy. Look me up. Thank you. All right, as always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on social media. Um, come go see Hans Kim wherever he's at. He's going, you've been hitting the road lately. Mm-hmm. So make sure you follow him. Very funny. Uh, regular on Kill Tony. Always got a good new minute. Congratulations on all the success, Thanks, whatever man. that means. Um, and, you know, live the van life. Do you. And, you know, Spread the good word about how crazy and stupid this country is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think at this point they know they just don't want to admit it. It's like, yeah. come that makes on. it worse. Yeah, it does. It does. Because they know deep down. Yeah, they do. I've, hopefully they do because it's just right in their face every day, especially these days. I mean, for the past year and a half. So anyway, Hans, thank you for coming. I really Thanks, appreciate man. you. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll take, check you next time. I have really dope people coming up soon. So make sure you subscribe to the Feedback Podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. It's up there. Check out our YouTube channel as well. And we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.